Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to a traditional version of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Marcus Thompson, this feels like a little bit old times for me, like even back to Thunder, when I used to cover the Thunder, where I'm in arenas as they're packing up and there's noises and we're back near event level. We see, I think they're setting it up for the Los Angeles Kings game, it looks like. does It, it feels kind of good to be back. Oh, we're back, baby. This is like... This is the nightcap of the we're backness, right? Like we've had a lot of these experiences today that feel kind of pre-pandemic-y, and this this is the perfect nightcap. Ha- having people clean up in the back of the ambiance of post-game alterations, like yeah, let's we got a game to talk about. Let's go. It's the opener. Yeah, and it, um, you know, it, it from really the morning it felt. V- big you know we walk into staples this morning for shoot around they got uh, you know the the yeah uh shirts on every seat like it's a playoff game even though like nobody in la wore the shirts i was trying to get you to spot people and you found like four in the crowd that actually put the shirts on but uh you had stars here usher justin bieber were sitting near us sweetie who else we thought there was others kevin hart kid cuddy jack nicholson in his uh, familiar seat ja- jack nicholson for sure uh adele Adele and Rich Paul. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice little, nice little contingent tonight. Uh, and, and packed, you know, it's a, it's a packed arena. Was this when's the last time you've been in a packed NBA arena? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, and you know, good. It was it was. No, Memphis, was, Memphis game wasn't packed. The Memphis playing game. Nah, there was like some vac sections. Yeah. I think they let like seven thousand in, but no, that was not a packed arena. This morning, that shoot around. How many times were people? Like, on the team, like, oh, man, this is a big game, right? Like, yeah. people kept saying that. This is a big one. Uh, you know, it's nice to be here or some kind of sentiment of they could feel that this was a big a, a big deal. So they felt it, too. It wasn't even just us. Yeah, TNT was outside the Staples Center with their, you know, they set up their studio for the season tip-off show, all that. Obviously, you know, you're seeing Charles Barkley, Shaq around and everything. Uh, and it was a good game, you know. Really, from end to end, it was competitive. I mean, the Warriors pulled away in the last couple minutes. I should probably mention they won one twelve, one twenty one, one fourteen. Uh, but you know, uh, the the Lakers were were up early. It was kind of a little bit of a seesaw. Lot of interesting individual performances. Uh, what to you is like storyline number one? I mean, the, the strength of numbers thing, like it. For a half, it looked like, man, these numbers aren't that strong, right? It looked like they had put so much into doing this whole, you know, ramp up the offense, get a bunch of veterans, get a bunch of players, and it look, it just looked like it wasn't going to work, at least not against, you know, a, a, a top-tier team. And then the second half, it, it, it clicked. So to me, that that was that was the, the overriding story was that, 
all right, they might actually have something here. And they believe that now, right? Being able to come back in that game and beat the Lakers, like Steph, Draymond, like, you know, they they feeling like, you know, we're deep. They, they The depth is real. It's not like on paper, like it's actual depth now. Well, not only that, think about what happened with the team they're playing. What did LeBron, it was like 35 and 38 for LeBron and AD. Nobody else on the Lakers in double figures. So, you know, when you mentioned the whole like strength and numbers vibe, it's like they went out and beat the, you know, the these two stars that are supposed to drag the Lakers to a title this season because they were deeper. Wait, I thought it was three stars. Uh, once, like I said on the last Warriors Plus Minus, Russell Westbrook is helping the Warriors out. Uh, and we don't need to get into his performance unless you want to. But in general, we've done enough Russell, Russell Westbrook over the years. I'll be on the Lakers podcast tomorrow. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll be a topic. It, it seems to be a topic around Lakers land. I might need to have me as a guest on it. <laughs> if you want. Um, so. Look, they were minus 168 last year with Steph Curry on the bench. And uh, I think the goal this year is probably, like, be a zero. Even, yeah. Yeah, be a a zero. Um, And tonight they were better than that. I mean, what really – like, to me, they won the game at the start of the fourth quarter. It's it's Lakers up two, entering the fourth. Curry's going to go to the bench. And because it's game one, Steve Kerr, I don't think there was any scenario in which Steph Curry's, like, coming back at the eight-minute mark, right? It was going to be pretty much around the six-minute mark. Uh, And they – they ended up winning the stretch by six, turned a two-point lead into a four-point lead. But at one point, they jumped it up to eight. And it was, I mean, because the big difference between this year and last year, there's a few differences, which we can get to. But, like, last year at this time, it was Brad Wanamaker was the point guard of the second unit. Brad Wanamaker, it's like, averaged four points. Like, yeah. had zero playmaking, you know, burst. Now, they tried to win those minutes, like, six to four, and often didn't. Uh, and, you know, they tried other stuff, Eric Paschal at small ball center, all that. But, like, there was never an identity. To me, this second unit's identity is Jordan Poole's time. Like, that's just what it is. And and he had, in the start of that fourth quarter, an eight-point burst while he's limping around because he tweaked his ankle. But it's a, it's a transition three. It is a uh, sneaky right, like a wrong-footed righty layup over Dwight Howard and then, like, a lefty finish over Davis. And... I mean, you. I, don't, I assume you're going to write about it because I know you're writing about Poole, but it forced him to put Avery Bradley in the game even. But but that second unit won the game there, I thought. No no question. And you could hear it in Steph's voice afterwards, right? Like, he kept talking about how everybody pitched in. Th- those six minutes were far more comfortable this time. Normally it's high anxiety, it's tension. Come Twitter's on, Brad, hit crazy, this, Brad. Right? Yeah. Now it, it, it was chilling. And the, the thing about Jordan – and you know it's a lot like Steph Curry, not not obviously not the same, but the way he plays forces the defense to do things, and other guys can take advantage of it, right? So him him like he hit the transition three, which all right can't let this dude get hot. Now you got to get out on him, and then he drives, yep. right? And now you got help rotation scrambling, and you know who's ready to feast on that? You know who's ready to take advantage of a guy who's closing out too hard or a guy who leaves him open. Like, Bielitsa. Bielitsa's crashing all those crevices. Like, he's in there. And then if he doesn't finish, he's, like, making a play, dropping a dime. So it's all feeding off Curry. I mean, off pool, similar to how it does for Curry. And that that's important. That's that, an identity for yes, a second. That, that's exactly what it is. And they've been trying to – this is what they tried to get Wiggins to do. And – Wiggins was better 
when it was Jordan Poole running the show. Like, he finally hit the big three when it was the driving kick and the passing and all that. So, they definitely got an identity. It was a... It was something, and you could say this is one game, and it's not that big of a deal, just like that's what they were saying last year where they got completely blitzed by Brooklyn in the opener. Or was it Or was it? No, it was, it was Milwaukee? No, it was Brooklyn in the opener, and then they went and lost by, like, even 30 or 40 more in, in Milwaukee. And it, and it wasn't much, and it proved to be, like, more of an aberration than anything. But this was something. It, 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 it at least showed – that it wasn't, it's not going to be like last year where we don't have anywhere to turn. And that, to me, was the unique part. They struggled in the first half, and they were trying things. Moses Moody got some action. It was some Damian Lee. Otto Porter didn't even get a shot for a while. We was like, where's Otto Porter? And then he get a shot. Andre Iguodala played huge minutes. They could kind of piecemeal this thing together. If something's not working, they could just flip it and do something else. And that's kind of what the, the best part about that strength and numbers thing is because they don't. They don't have another star who can carry them. They got to do it this way. This hater didn't even mention Gary Payton. Seven seconds of hell. Clutch seven seconds. Clutch it. Who was that? Was that Rondo trying to dribble the ball in front? Who you think it was? Oh, it was Russ. Russ right. It was Russ. No, no Russ. It was Russ. <laughs> he tried to dribble the ball in front of the, the mitts. The mitten. Come on. But, yeah, he, he even he came in and contributed. Hey. Moody was bad. Moody was pretty good. Let's right? talk about Moody because I certainly didn't write about him, and I know you're not writing about him. But like that was six minutes of that's just like encouraging. Like, what is he going to look like on this stage? It's you know he keeps advancing to the next le- level, right? Yeah. Hey, he looks pretty good in summer league. Hey, this preseason mop up duty, he looks like he 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 belongs. Okay, they tried him with some rotation. Like it went, it was okay in those two final preseason games. Well, tonight, I mean, like I, I mean, we set the stage for the game. I mean, this is a huge. This feels like almost like a playoff level atmosphere and and talent on the floor. And like those are six good minutes. He had that one play right in front of us in the corner where they swung it to him, and it's Anthony Davis closing out on him, and he pump fakes blows by Davis, and then like he didn't dunk it, but it was really a burst to the rim and like a layup, and then it's like land run back on his back too, like so he could feel him there. Like it was a it was a tough bucket. It wasn't like a regular bucket, and and that his first shot was a little rough though. That little free throw was like oh this might be too big for him, but. He kind of bounced back from that. He did. He had a, a a couple like loose balls he corralled, and you know, and just like his vibe is very confident, like yes. that he he knows he can, he does belong, uh, you know, on the court, and like that isn't the story of the night at all because we need to talk about the other people that matter more within the context of the game. But as we like zoom out and like you know how deep can this team be? The fact that their rookie looks like. They, could, you know, Steve Kerr could have played him twenty minutes tonight if he needed to, and he would have been fine. Yeah. Like that's a pretty big pretty deal. Big develop. That's a pretty big development, and it's important because he is a rookie. But it just showed. Like we, I didn't think Steve Kerr would throw him in there. I thought Otto. I, I thought Otto Porter would be the kind of star new acquisition, and I thought Bielitsa would be the guy who Steve might not be able to play like that much. Somewhat of a special. Yeah, like because they were going to attack him. And, and they tried to. But, man, he, he was the revelation because, yo, that dude was out here making play. Like, he had the bitch going crazy. Those, like, kind of slow drive Euros. And then he hangs and throws it the opposite direction to the he, he He pumps LeBron one way yeah. with a fake pass. And then he's like, oh, I'm throwing it to the corner. Whoops, I'm throwing it to the wing. Just like yo, where's where's the ball going? 
And you know who seemed to like kind of know where the ball was going every time? Damian Lee come out yeah. of nowhere with the layup. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. I got an email postgame. Somebody said, Walmart Jokic? Question mark. Oh, there, see, there we go. Here we come. Well, you're the one that showed me the tweet. Somebody said, we be elites. Yeah, we, be we believe, yeah. With the be elites of spelling. That, that dude, yo. I didn't like we, we've you already sound like Draymond and Steve no, Steph Curry. He could pass stuff. I just didn't know that like he had the ability to, you know, obviously he could pass and obviously he could shoot, but there's a bit of like, I don't want to say courage because you know, something, but like he's coming down in transition and he wasn't like yeah, shy. Yeah. Like, you know, we, it was a lot of guys had to open. Just lane. take the shot at Omri yeah. Caspi that you want. He's just like, now. no. <laughs> Just do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing Jonas it. Jonas Jerebko. The ghost of Jonas Jerebko. Jonas Jerebko had some games for the Warriors, nah, so we can't overreact. Like, well, I just mean, like, you know. And then by the playoffs, Jonas Jerebko couldn't even be played. Maybe that happens with Bielita. I'm just saying, he coming out of transition, and he's like, all right, I'm about to make a move, and I'm getting here. I'm coming. Okay, I'm pump faking. The guy running too hard. I'm driving. And he's, like, attacking. It wasn't like... Okay, I made a move. Now I don't know what to do. I don't want to shoot. Let me figure out what else I'm gonna do. So to me, I just didn't know he had that level of yo. I'm about to take this. I'm about to. I got, I got this. I'm about to do this. And he closed tonight. Yes. And he was the in the two biggest buckets of the game to like seal the win. It was what you're mentioning, where uh, it's it's a drop down past the lead. But I think even the most important one of the night is they're up nine with like two something left and. They, you know, Lakers are desperate, so they're blitzing Curry. They're yeah. trapping Curry. Get it out of his hands. Just try to force action. Try to force a turnover. Curry flips it over to Draymond, who who kicks it to to now a a diving Bielitsa, and it's one of those that we in traffic, yeah. right? Like it's a tough pass. Well, you know what it is. I mean, it's the play we saw a bunch during Kevon Looney's 15 minutes that wasn't, you know, yeah. converted because it's Kevon Looney like catch. He kind of hesitates. Pump, pump fake, fake, pump fake. Oh, yeah, kick it out, and like you know the offense. Screws up. This was Bielitsa driving to the lane. He he drew LeBron and Davis, and then what you were you know kind of faked it to the corner, and then slipped it out to Wiggins on the wing, wide open three. Wiggins hits the three to to really seal the win. Uh, but I just think he really is going to help alleviate the Curry pressure, uh, the double team, you know, the box and one, all the stuff that we've seen in the last couple of years, the junk defenses that Steph talks about. Like Bielitsa helps that a lot. Oh yeah, he's going to make you pay. He's going to make you pay. If you leave him open, he's going to hit it. And he can drive and set up other dudes. And they've got the weirdest kind of like most non-defense lineup. <laughs> to throw. They can just throw it out there. And they're going to be difficult just because they're going to they're gonna hurt teams with their movement and passing. And you don't know where their ball is going. And it's just kind of frenetic. Like, and B Elites is part of that. Like, like we thought he was going to be food, right? It's like, all right, there's going to AD. And you know how Steve is, man. If you can't guard, he's going to sit you down. Not this Steve. Not this, not this Steve. Steve. Steve is out here chilling, yo. Steve, <laughs> Steve is out here like a whole different coach now. He's a whole different person. That 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 belly performance will buy him a lot of grace. I'll say that. The, 
You know what he did really well tonight? He rebounded. He was in the mix. He was tipping balls. He finished with 11 rebounds. And, like, you know, they didn't get Both killed on. LeBron. Yeah, he did. He flagrant fouled LeBron. He's really getting get in the mix. Uh, but, you know, like, Dwight Howard, was, like, he was, like, battling Dwight Howard and tipping balls so Dwight Howard couldn't get him. Like, that's, that's huge stuff against this Lakers team because they are more skilled and they should have a better offense than the Lakers. The Lakers want to beat a Warriors-type team by just mauling them. And, like, Bielitsa seems like what you're saying. Somebody you can maul. Yeah. But he was not mauled oh, tonight. And, you know, remember we were thinking, you got to play Bielitsa with Draymond. Mm-hmm. Man, he's like a legit stretch five. Yeah. You could put him at center. And if you give him some shooters, like, you're going to have issues on the other end. But they're going to need to get buckets on the other end because – you put some shooters on there, he could be a legit stretch five. Well, that's the second unit. Now, well, at least the one they used tonight that worked really well. It was Poole, Lee, Porter, Iguodala, Bielitsa at the five. So you saying when James Wiseman come back, it's like, all right, sit on the bench because Bielitsa's the center. One game and he's starting ah. this right now. One game. Uh, we'll see. Um, I mean, Bielitsa will. It's not one game. This is worth ten games. It's like a team game performance. This is over the night against the Lakers. It was. It, this it, wasn't the Charlotte Hornets. This wasn't the open. This wasn't Orlando Magic here. This was LeBron hitting every jumper he threw up and still beating them. LeBron looked good. Oh man, did he look good? He looked so smooth and effortless. He looked. He, he looked rested. He looked unbothered. Yeah, that 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 shooting display was kind of incredible. Yeah, and and Steph Curry goes five of twenty one, and the Warriors win. I mean that's. How about uh, Iguodala was like spry, I called him fresh uh, in what I wrote, and just like hit a couple threes, looks kind of confident releasing the three right now. On defense, it's like he's switching from LeBron to AD as a strip on AD in the post. And um, about them hands. I don't, I, you know, maybe I'm like, I don't remember how well my brain's working on this, but I'm like, did like, he kind of looks at least as good as he did the last time we saw him in a Warriors uniform, right? Yeah, he looked like playoff Andre. Like, he drove and had that tough, like, kind of mm-hmm. finger roll. and like, like, he wasn't doing that stuff in past regular seasons. He was, like, chilling. And then in the playoffs, he would do it. He took man, this, Again, this is a playoff game. You yeah, know, is he doing this against the Thunder next week? Probably or is Otto Porter getting his minutes? He might not. be able to chill. And there was a moment where Steve took him out, and he looked like... Like, why are you taking me out? Like, yo, we about to win this game. And it felt like he kind of wanted to be on the court. And that was at 22 minutes. Uh, he was, man, he was taking, he was taking threes without hesitation. That's what and I'm that saying. was like, that's, that's, that's playoff Andre right there. That's, that's Andre trying to show, yo, I'm not 47 years old. Like, I'm a, I'm a very well-kept 37-year-old man. Like, I'm in great shape. But let, let's go. I'm ready. And LeBron, LeBron. You bet he's got to be tired of Iguodala. <laughs> who, so who's more tired of who? Is LeBron more tired of Iguodala or is Steph Curry more tired of Avery Bradley? Oh, definitely the latter. You can just see his whole vibe. He's like, all right, so I'm just going to draw the double and pass move the ball, right? Avery, here comes Avery. I don't feel like uh, dealing with this dude. I thought this was just a practice thing. thought he was on my team. I guess he's not on my he's team. supposed to be here with me, and now he's guarding me. And watch me end up playing them in the playoffs, and I got to do it him seven times. Oh, what's up, Joe Lake and hey, Bob Myers you, sitting course <laughs> Oh, and you're making threes, too. Oh, okay, great. Thank but you. That was Gary Payton really helped in those seven seconds. Those are big seven seconds, though. You can't put the ball down in front of Gary Payton. He's going to take it. 
Yeah, um, you know, anything else from this game uh, stood out? In a, in a good or bad way. Either. Uh, they played a little zone defense. I thought that was kind of interesting. You mentioned the moody aspect. Damian Lee, man. Damian Lee. I, I, I said, but before, I, was, I should almost tweeted this. I'm glad I didn't before Jordan Poole broke out. I was like, it looks like Damian Lee might be taking this spot mm. sooner than what I thought. <laughs> you better calm that down real soon. I got to call. Jordan Poole's like, what? Let's go. Let's get it in. But Damian Lee is like a really, like he's almost, he, he he's, he, He's the perfect glue player for this team, right? Like you can just yeah. put him with so many guys. He he's making he's making the open threes. Like I mean, it's LeBron on fire, but like he he, he was active and engaged. He wasn't scared. Like he's like he he's just man. He's just a good solid player who can do enough things to be serviceable on the court. Steve called him fantastic. He just had a really good game. He he was talking about being. At peace and all that, you could kind of, you could kind of see that in his game, like the way he moved around there. There, there just wasn't much tension. Uh, remember, he had some clutch shots last year, but he seems like he's ready for a bigger role this year. I remember there was a point earlier where it looked like he saved the season because uh, they were zero and two after those two games we mentioned earlier, and he had a game winner in Chicago. It was like a huge, huge shot. Um, yeah, I think along those same lines. Uh, one of the things I just kind of noticed, like, they have so many different lineups they can go go to. And there was a moment, I think it was, like, mid-third, early third even, where, look, the, Looney wasn't good tonight. Um, and, the, you know, bad matchup for Looney, whatever. Um, but there was a quick second-half trigger to let like, – they tried Juan, who kind of entered the game a little bit out of the rotation. Uh, ended up getting minutes because Draymond got in early foul trouble. And then Kerr wanted to go small. Um uh, Small, small, and you know you put Juan in it. I thought that lineup worked well. It kind of forced the Lakers into some uncomfortable lineups themselves. And then also, like there was that, like the lineup you mentioned, Lee. It was Lee, Juan, and Iguodala with Steph and Draymond. And now, while Steph and Draymond may, might not have got every veteran that they wanted or some big splash trade, there are some players you know they just trust out there. And that to me is like the the Steph Draymond lineup is Steph Draymond, Juan. Damian Lee and Iguodala, and 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 Steve is it seems very comfortable. Like that's a that's a weird lineup. If you like, you know, there's no centers. It's a weird it's, lineup it's like, against the Lakers, right? Like where you got LeBron and AD, you got to deal with. You ended up with Juan isolated in the post on AD, but it's 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 the combination of toughness and the ability to spread the floor. Damian Lee spreads the floor. Juan hit a big three. You know, he had been struggling, so he hit a big three. If he could make that shot. You get the same toughness and kind of grit that Steve loves, but you also got somebody who can hit shots. It's a good, it's a good lineup. It's going to be a lineup that's going to be a problem for bad teams. Like that, they, they will they will bully bad teams. Yeah, uh, Warriors play Clippers on Thursday, home opener, um, and then again Sacramento, Oklahoma City on the road, and then I put the eight game homestand. Uh, you know, game for game in, in the thing I wrote post game, but it's it's like Hornets. Uh, Thunder, Pelicans, Bulls, uh, you know, a couple other bad teams. And it's like, you know, you look at how they're playing and you look at what's ahead of them on the schedule. And I'm like, there's a huge opportunity for them here to go like nine and three, you know, something like that. Now, look, they have to win these games and like nothing will be easy. And But I just like, 
you know, they, I think they need to take advantage of this situation. Just the groove they're in, it seems, and, and preseason I'm including in this groove, and uh, a soft schedule to really what I think will ease a lot of the pressure we thought they were going to be facing coming into this season. We thought this, like, Clay Thompson looming return would, you know, we would all be like, you know, when's Clay coming back? He needs to come save them. Yeah. They have an, an opportunity here to, to give him a real soft landing spot. Oh, yeah, and – it changes everything if they start well, right? Like, it it changes the scope of everything. It, it gives them confidence. Like, imagine Wiseman coming in in a winning situation without the pressure of, all right, man, we're struggling. You oh, got to save us. We're getting killed. There's going to be some Marcus Thompson pressure of, like, should he even be playing over Bielitsa right you know, now? Like, how far? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's your guy, man. You talk about – this is why he's here. That's he your guy. That, that's your guy. You and Wiseman are sitting there talking about like old school rap today. The guy's like I, I twenty years old. You were replacing him with Bielisa already. Like, oh, oh, I didn't. My bad. I thought you meant the other way around. Uh, yeah. I mean, you still got Kaminga to add to this mix too. Chris Chioza. Oh, still there like, you go. Uh, Jeff Doughton. <laughs> yes, and 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 Clay Thompson, who had a great time. On the bench tonight, uh, enjoy this Warriors win. He was, he was very engaged and involved. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk after uh, the home opener, which is Thursday night against the Clippers. A Clippers team without Kawhi that I think is a little overrated. So Warriors uh, should probably look to win that game. Talk to you then.